Hello everyone, my name is David Smith and this is the Armchair Commentary, a sports podcast for fans of sport, by fans of sport, who know a bit about sports. If this is your first time here, please make sure to hit that sub button, go ahead and share the podcast with a friend. Definitely if you're on our social medias, don't be afraid, give us a follow, give us a like. Without further ado, let's get into it. What's up everyone, it is your host David Smith with the Armchair Commentary, back with another episode after a brief hiatus. And honestly, I just wanted to kind of talk about some things I had on my mind here for the last little bit. I'm going to start in the NFL where it has kind of been a wacky season. And right now, if you are a fan of the LA Rams or the Tennessee Titans or the Arizona Cardinals, you're probably feeling pretty good because those are the teams that I think are legitimately um, standing a chance to win right now. The Baltimore Ravens are a wild card, uh, not as in position, but as in the team is very good. But I don't know if they're going to go far. Lamar Jackson is such a talent, so I'm not really sure how they're going to do. But honestly, I just love seeing um, such parity in a league right now. It was excellent for me as a Patriots fan watching my team win all of those years for the last 20, two decades of like consistently being a playoff contender, or at least in the conversation. And of course, you don't win every year and you're not supposed to, but... It's so refreshing to watch teams play. And no, I'm being serious. I'm not like joking around here. Seriously, you're seeing people that aren't normally the top contending teams contend. The Cardinals are not a team that most people would have pegged as a legit contender. And let's be honest, they are. They're probably my favorite team to watch that aren't the Patriots. They're exciting. They're fast. They're, you know, gimmicky. They do all the fun stuff. They've got a great defense, so I like them. And as far as the Tennessee Titans goes, look, you lose Derrick Henry, you think, man, those guys are out. They're done. They're toast. No way that they can recover from losing the best running back in football. But then they show up in L.A. and they ball out. They stop a team that I consider probably the most complete team in the L.A. Rams. And they look like they are contenders. So props to the Titans. They have a fairly easy rest of season schedule. I think a couple of gifts against the Jags uh, certainly help them. So uh, the Titans are in great position. Uh, Odell Beckham was released since we last talked. He's no longer part of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and that's a little surprising to me. I I mean, not because of what I've seen recently. That makes a lot of sense. But I thought that someone like OBJ would want to continue and make things work. But instead, he decided to go full diva. Like the most amount of diva. Like Terrell Owens level diva. uh, And begged to be released. And they finally, they tried to trade for him. No one wanted to take on that contract. So they released him. No one claimed him on waivers. And now he's trying to find a team. And... My Patriots are in the rumor mill. I've heard Kansas City from reliable resort, uh, reliable sources. Um, the Seahawks were in on conversation. The Packers are also a likely destination. So we'll see where he ends up. But OBJ on the market, I don't know if you want that. I don't know if you want that in your 
in your life. Like, let's be honest. Do you really want that in your life? I don't. I don't. Uh, hey, do you like the NBA? I like the NBA. I think the NBA is fun, and I've been uh, paying better attention this year to basketball. The Raptors have not been great. Uh, they've had some good games, but they're not a very good team. Uh, they're six and five on the year. They've or six, yeah, six and five on the year. Uh, they're currently losing to the Celtics. They lost to Brooklyn. I mean, what do you what do you expect here? Like, you know, they they haven't had the the best kind of kind of start. Um, but I'll tell you what I love: Scotty Burns. In nine starts and nine games, he's averaging um, twenty. 20 minutes a game, 16 points per game, two assists, eight rebounds, 16, two and eight for a rookie is great. Very happy with that. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. is playing the same. He's playing very well. Van Vliet and Ananobi has been excellent. Like we're seeing solid minutes out of Scotty Barnes. Um, and I love it. Sorry, it's 34 minutes per game. He's getting, he's getting good usage here. And I'm very happy with... Uh, the drafting of Barnes, I think it was probably the right choice. Uh, we haven't had Siakam back uh, fully for uh, a long time here. You know, I think that there's, it's going to be a rocky season overall. But it's fun to watch. Uh, it's fun to watch. The Heat and Bulls have both been unreal. Um, the Warriors are doing Warrior things. They're on 9-1. and one. Uh, The Jazz look good. The Mavericks look good. Um, 76ers all of a sudden are rolling. I think they've won a bunch of, they sorry, they've lost two now, but they were, they were rolling for a bit there. I think it, they're a little hurt. So um, it'll be curious to see what happens um, with the Raptors in particular. So here's hoping uh, we get a good, uh, a good result coming forward against the Celtics, but I'm not holding my breath. Um, NCAA basketball is back. Now I, have no rooting. I had no rooting team for NCAA basketball. I uh, didn't know what to expect. So I put it to the internet. I said, dear internet, tell me, tell me who I should pick as an NCAA basketball team. So who should it be? Who should be the team that I root for? I put it to the internet. I put it to the Twitterverse. If you're not following me on Twitter, at ArmchairCommon2, uh, get on there and follow me. It's definitely worth it. And I got a lot of responses. I got responses from everywhere. I had Maryland. I had Memphis. Uh, Memphis was running strong. Memphis was actually the team to beat uh, in the poll. They had an incredible showing in the poll. But... There was a team that came from the depths. No, it wasn't Texas. It wasn't Duke. Uh, it wasn't any of those guys. It was Butler. The Butler Bulldogs came in and said, you know what? We think we sh you should pick us. I said, you know what, Butler? I'll consider that. So I did. The Butler Bulldogs are now my team. The 1-0 in the Big East. Uh, they beat IUPUI. Uh, 56-47, their first game of the year. This is excellent. Uh, great news for me. Still learning about the team itself, but I think we have an upcoming game on the 12th. 
of November. If you're listening to this and it's already the 12th, I'm Soren. I'm not in there against Central Arkansas. Uh, Butler is uh, going to be, it's going to be interesting to see. We'll see what happens. I am hopeful that the uh, they can pull it out. They're first in the Big East right now. And they're going against Central Arkansas. Yeah, on the 12th. So go dogs. Uh, super fun. Again, if you're not following me on Twitter, make sure you do. Uh, and that brings us to hockey. So obviously Montreal has had a miserable start to the year. In fact, a lot of teams have not had starts to the years that you'd think they would. Montreal is one of them. The Leafs are another one, although they're, they've turned it around recently. So here we are. Teams that you thought would be good. Pittsburgh. Montreal and Ottawa both thought they'd be better. They're not. Um, Colorado. Vegas. Vancouver. All teams you thought would be better. And they're not. They're simply not as good as they should be. Teams that are doing well that I'm surprised at. Edmonton is 9-2. and two And McDavid doing McDavid things is unreal. I don't love the Oilers. I'm not... I'm not here to sit here and fanboy out about how the Oilers are incredible. I will tell you this much, though. Connor McDavid is an absolute wizard. Uh, And watching him score goals is kind of, it's pretty poetic. So St. Louis looks to be back in form. Eight and two. Uh, Winnipeg is doing well. Minnesota is doing well. Florida. Absolute roll. Ten and two. Detroit is seven and five in the Atlantic, uh, and rolling over people. This is kind of crazy. Um, Carolina is on fire, ten and one, and the Rangers are much better than I thought they would be this soon. They're playing very well on the road, five two and two on the road, so very good uh, road team right now. Um, but the team that I want to talk about is the Washington Capitals. Why do I want to talk about the Washington Capitals? Because I want to talk about Alexander Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin has 741 career goals. 741. 741 goals ties him with American great Brett Hall. Mr. Slapshot from the slot. Brett Hall. One of the best scorers of all time. Puts him 25 behind Yarmir Yager. One of the guys that I loved watching growing up. He was always so fast. Plus he had the flow. He looked great on the ice. He like prototypical European hockey player um, from the like early 90s was Yarmer Yager. Big mullet hair. Uh, incredible shot. He had, you know, as far as points goes, he has 1,921. He's killing it. 766 goals. 25 ahead of currently active Alex Ovechkin. Let me tell you why this is impressive. Ovechkin has played in a lockout shortened season. Or a lockout, non-lock. He hasn't, he's missed a season because of a lockout. He's played in two COVID shortened seasons. He's played in an era where goalie gear is bigger and more difficult to score on. Where goaltenders are protected more than anyone else on the ice. Where there is more being done to keep people away from the goaltender. And he still managed 741 goals. When Gretzky was playing, we're talking about games that were 7-5, 6-4, with a regular score. 
And now we're not seeing that. So kudos to you, Alex Ovechkin. It took me a while to get on your side, and I don't know if it was just the brashness or the attitude or that Crosby was Canadian and I liked a Canadian guy. I don't know what it was, but I, I'm rooting for you. Let's get the next 25 and then on to the next guy, which is Gordy Howe. Ultimately, I'd love to see him topple Gretzky's all-time goal record. Would love to see it. It's We're witnessing history here, so let's go Ovi. And that does it for this week's episode of the Armchair Commentary. If you haven't already, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to share the podcast with your friends. And of course, don't forget to follow us on social media at Armchair Commentary or at Armchair Common 2 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It has been an interesting week in the world of sports. Can't wait to do it again next week. Thanks for listening.